Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, August 31st. I hope you're having a good day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, We welcome you on the radio app and on the podcast. And then those that are watching today on Facebook and YouTube, I hope you're having a good day. Uh, I cannot believe it is the last day of August. Uh, I just, I feel like uh, this whole year has gone by fast. I feel like August has flown by, Uh, but nonetheless, here we are and you are with us today and we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Whether you've listened the whole month or whether this is the first day of the month, the first day of August, you've tuned in. We're glad you're with us and I hope you're doing well uh, today as we uh, do our best to live on the winning side. That's our theme and that's really the emphasis and uh, we want to show you and I want to try to help as we walk through what does the Bible say? How can we be victorious? How can we live as uh, as winners? Uh, a lot of times I feel like in the Christian life we focus on the negative or people can focus on all the things that are wrong. Uh, but I want to focus on the goodness of God and how wonderful God is to me and to my family and how God has been good to our church. And uh, I know God's been good to you. If we're honest, we would have to say that. You say, well, pastor, you don't know my situation. How can you say God is good? Uh, I may not know your situation, but I know God, and I know God is good. Uh, That is a characteristic of God. That is an attribute of God. Uh, God is good no matter what. He is a wonderful, wonderful God. We sang about it last night. He's such a wonderful Savior, and uh, I'm so thankful for that. By the way, we had a great service last night. Uh, I love Wednesday night church, and if you do not go to church on Wednesday nights, I encourage you to start next Wednesday. Uh, Don't miss Sunday. Be in church Sunday morning and uh, Sunday night, and then come to church Wednesday night for the Bible study. We have a prayer meeting, and our teens have a service. Our children's uh, children have a ministry that they have on Wednesday nights. Uh, it's called Master Clubs, and it's a great time. And uh, I thank God for church. I'm looking forward to already a great day on Sunday. And I hope you be much in prayer for the services here at Victory Baptist Church. And pray for your services at your church. Pray for your pastor. Now pray for your Sunday school teacher. Pray for the choir. Um, you say, oh, well, you know, the choir. Oh, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of uh, commitment. And I thank God for choir members and piano players and uh, those that play the organ and those that play the instruments. We have at our church, we've got some uh, men that play the guitars. They do such a good job and they accompany the piano and the, the organ. And it's a wonderful time. We've got special music groups that sing and uh, we had our children's choir that sang last Sunday night. Our adult choir sings every Sunday. Uh, but it's a wonderful thing. Hope you be in prayer for your church and pray for a great day uh, on Sunday here at Victory Baptist Church. We have our assistant pastor, Brother David Russ, will be preaching Sunday night. And then after the service, we'll have a welcome fellowship for another one of our assistant pastors, Brother Daniel McManus. And we'll have an ice cream uh, fellowship after the service. You say, oh, pastor, I can't eat that unhealthy uh, after church. Well, what if you eat healthy today? Uh, What if you eat healthy tomorrow? 
and then you eat healthy on Saturday, and then if you eat healthy all day Sunday up until the ice cream fellowship, then you can take a cheat day or, or, or a, a cheat meal, you know, and have a little snack. And you say, oh, I can't do, okay, well then that'll be more ice cream for us, but we hope you come and just uh, fellowship, we'll have a great time uh, together. A happy birthday uh, today, I wanna say to Martha Cole, and a happy birthday today to Sarah Collins, and then a happy anniversary today to Don and Bonnie Crook. Hope you have a great day, and I thank the Lord for you folks. Hope it's a wonderful day on this last day of August. Let's be in prayer for our church, I pray for our school, Let's pray for our missionaries, pray for all of our ministries, pray for one another, uh, pray for those who are going through difficult times, those who are dealing with health issues and family situations and uh, financial or job situations. There's a lot of needs out there and let's be in prayer uh, for one another. We're gonna go to a song right now and after that song, we'll get into our Bible study and today we are going to be back in Hebrews 11 and we're gonna look at the Hall of Faith chapter uh, right after this song. long as I have Jesus by my side. And there'll never be a mountain I can't climb, just as long as His hand is holding mine. There's a barricade of trouble that would block me on my way, but the precious feet of Jesus walk beside me all the way. I don't fear those mighty mountains as they tower to the sky, for the mighty hand of Jesus reaches downward from on high. Oh, there'll never Just as long as I have Jesus by my side And there'll never be a mountain I can't climb Just as long as His hand is holding We have been in verse 7 for a couple days now. We're talking about Noah. And uh, we're talking about Noah, who is a man of faith. You say, well, I thought he was a man of commitment. And I thought he was a man of faithfulness. And yes, he was. Uh, but the Bible comments on his great faith. 
He was willing by faith to build an ark. He was willing by faith to obey God, even though the people of his day, they mocked him. Uh, they ridiculed him. Oh, they didn't believe what he was saying. They thought he was wasting his time. But Noah was focused on doing what God had told him to do. And by faith, he built an ark. We said, number one, he heeded or he, he heard the warning of God and he, he obeyed. Number two, he, uh, the work of Noah, not only the warning from God, but the work. Uh, Noah moved with fear, we saw yesterday. Uh, that word move, that's action. He was getting busy. He was building. He was uh, uh, preparing the boards. He was uh, uh, putting the boards together. He was uh, uh, laying out all the different spe specifications that God gave him, how to build that ark. And he did it. It was not an easy job. It did not happen overnight, but it was day after day after day being faithful to do what God had called him to do. I asked yesterday, uh, does your faith move you? Uh, does your faith motivate you? Does your faith challenge you? Uh, I hope so. If our faith does not move us, if it doesn't uh, uh, cause us to act, if it doesn't uh, challenge us to do something for God, then I would say we probably need to ask the Lord to help us to have our faith increased and to see our faith grow. But we saw that he moved with fear. Secondly, as we look at his work, we see that Noah prepared an ark and the Bible says this, to the saving of his house. This is faith in action. He prepared something. He built something. He worked on something. It took him, the Bible says, that he was a preacher of righteousness for 120 years. I believe during that time, I believe that he was building the ark. And while he was building the ark, he was preaching and warning people of the wrath of God that was to come. 120 years years. Can you imagine a project that would take that long? Can you imagine every day getting up and working on a project that you either knew or you had an idea was going to take you 120 years to build? Can you imagine how expensive that must have been? You say, where'd that money come from to build that ark? Well, obviously God provided, but I think for Noah and his sons, that was what they put their money into. Uh, they weren't building uh, uh, houses and they weren't having uh, lavish trips and all that. They were just every day putting their money, their time, their focus on doing what God had called them to do. Uh, if you've never been to the Ark Encounter uh, in uh, Kentucky, I think that's where it's at. It's on the border of you know, Ohio and Kentucky. Uh, but if you've never been uh, to the Ark Encounter, you owe it to yourself at some point. Plan a trip. You need to see it. Uh, my wife and I went, I think it was five years ago, and we took our, our children. We were passing through on our way to Illinois, and we took a, an afternoon. Or whatever. It was unbelievable. I could, not, I could not fathom just how big and how massive. And here's what's amazing. I can't believe how they built it today. I can't imagine how in the world Noah and his sons back in that day without uh, the, the, the machines and without the technology and without the power tools and all those things, but yet they did it. I think that's a good example when you just obey God, you, you just focus on something. There's no limit to what God can use you to do if you will just obey him. But Noah and his sons, they built that ark. It, it cost money. It cost time. The Bible says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You know how they paid for that ark and the building of it? Because that's where their heart was. 
and wherever your heart is, your treasure is going to follow. Uh, you look at your bank account sometime and you see what the expenses are. Uh, for some, uh, those expenses are all for uh, a vehicle or maybe those expenses are all for a house, or maybe it's all for clothes, or all for a computer, or maybe it's all for a hobby. Maybe it's fishing or hunting or whatever it may be. But your bank account, uh, your checkbook ledger, uh, those will show you what really matters to you. And I hope that there is in that checkbook ledger, I hope there is in uh, that bank statement, I hope there is some evidence that we are Christians, that we love God, that we care about the work of God. I hope there's some giving towards uh, the, the tithe, which is, is a requirement for God's people. The tithe is the Lord's. I hope there's some giving towards missions. I hope there's some giving towards a building fund or a Christian school or a bus ministry or whatever it may be. I hope there's some evidence there in our giving. Uh, Noah could have been doing a lot of other things, but his focus was on the work of God. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of commitment. But here's what the Bible says, uh, that he did it to the saving of his house. Uh, did you know that your family is so important? Your marriage is so important. Your children are so important. Uh, Noah's family was safe in the storm. Noah's family was safe through the flood. Noah's family was saved from eternal judgment. I want to remind you, mom and dad today that may be listening, that your children are counting on you. I'm not saying that children get saved because their parents are saved, but I'm saying that your children are looking to you. Uh, do you do you have Bible reading in your home? Do you have prayer in your home? Do you have a Christian home? Do you, do you take your children to church? I didn't say do you send them, but do you take them? Uh, do you engage in conversations about spiritual things? Do you talk about how good God is? Do you praise Him? Um, what if Noah had not been obedient to God? What would have happened to him? What would have happened to his children? Uh, this is just a side note as we close out today, but did you know that one of the reasons that Lot's sons-in-law were not saved was because of Lot's lack of a testimony? The Bible says that when he tried to warn them, he seemed to them as one that mocked. How sad, how tragic. When, when Lot tried to warn his own sons-in-law, they said, what are you even talking about? That's not how you live. You've never talked about that before. That's not been important before. Why are you saying this now? But I thank God for the testimony of Noah. Noah's testimony was genuine so that his sons not only believed him, but his sons said, Dad, we're with you on this thing. And they got on that ark and their wives and God saved them. Praise God for a man who prepared an ark to the saving of his house. I hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, we'll finish up probably tomorrow. We'll finish up on Noah. And uh, that'll be a full week we've taken on this one Bible character. But I thank God for Noah. And I thank God for this passage in Hebrews 11. God bless you. Have a great day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.